I've been telling my Sunday school class that we have uh, we've been in a journey on the, on the progress of revelation. God is revealing himself in his word. How many are glad God reveals himself in his word? And he wants you to know who he is. He wants you to know him. He does. He loves you. He wants you to love him and know him and follow him and serve him. And I uh, appreciate you being in church. If I was a parent or a grandparent, I'd have my kids in church. I said, if I was a parent or a grandparent, aunt or uncle, I'd have my family in church. If I was anybody, I'd put my family in church. And and I know we're still kind of on the end of this pandemic, but how many know I'm looking for the day when everybody comes back to church? You know why I know? I know I see some of you over the ball game, the football game, the basketball game, but you can't seem to come to church. I mean, if you can go everywhere else, you can go to church. If I see you Tuesday at the Hy-Vee, I'm going to skin you alive. Just teasing. Hy-Vee opens Tuesday. I'm excited about that because right here by the church. Hy-Vee's not paying me anything. It's just whenever I call home, Melissa says, get a loaf of bread and a, and a dozen eggs, I can just go right to Hy-Vee. Instead of all the way to Price Cutter, all the way to Walmart. How many, how many found that there's nothing on the shelf left anyway? What happened? Is there a hurricane, tornado? I didn't hear. I don't know what happened. But it's all in the Gulf of Mexico. Waiting to get here. Praise the Lord. I want to talk to you. Uh, I've studied quite a bit for this lesson. And I'm so happy that you showed up. Those of you online, I appreciate you being online with us. And uh, we can't wait till you're in-house too. We miss you. But uh, the fear of God uh, is the beginning of wisdom. Can somebody say amen to that? We're going to talk about wisdom. There's so much to this, the whole book of Proverbs. It's um, Solomon. Solomon is the main teacher, the father, talking to his son, addressing his son on many occasions. So my son, listen, listen, right? Uh, and so so I hope that you listen carefully. The, the favor uh, uh, follows wisdom. So I put favor and wisdom together. For the first time, I taught on favor and wisdom together. Because I, I saw as I'm studying, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, Mark, that, that if you have the wisdom of God, the favor of God will follow your life. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And in our culture today, in our country today, we've lost the fear of God. We've lost the wonder of God. We've lost the awe of God. We've lost, we lost respect for the communion. Some churches don't even have communion anymore. I mean, it's going to take more than a pandemic for us to stop having communion together or meeting together for worship. And uh, trust me, it's going to get ugly. It will get ugly because there's a generation and a culture that does not know God. And they refute God. They're haters of God. They don't want anything to do with God. That's why they are absolutely flat stupid. I hate to say that. Can I say foolish? Did it make you feel better? Even though they really are stupid, I'll say foolish. So I, I want you to see I had to put this in two parts because there's too much. And you only give me 30 minutes. And, in fact, I heard that the clock was set five minutes fast, so I'm going to go five minutes longer. Y'all are trying to trick me, and I ain't liking it. Let's see if I got some power over here on this. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, there we go. There we go. The path of wisdom. Thank you. The path of wisdom. Uh, so I got lots of scripture. But uh, to me, finding the path of God is finding the path of wisdom. 
right? The beginning is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. In fact, if you want to go to the Psalms, it's all over the Bible. Psalm 1, 1. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Are y'all hearing me? Or sits in the seat of the scornful. Or stands by the way of the sinners. For his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law does he meditate day and night. That's, that's blessed, happy, favored, wonderful connection between somebody who follows God's way and will and word as opposed to some that don't. The only thing left, there's only two paths. So the only thing left is folly. There's wisdom and folly. There's foolishness and wisdom. There's wise and then there's the fool. There's the fool and there's the wise person. The wise person follows God. The fool does not. Amen. Let's pray and go home. About it. That's about it. But let's go further. How many want to go further and learn something today? Proverbs 8, 10 through 14, Amplified Bible. Take my instruction. Take it. Rather than seeking silver and take knowledge rather than choice gold. Now, the richest man in the world has all the gold, has all the wisdom that God ever gave anyone besides Jesus, right? And God himself. He's saying if you can have rather gold or, or, or wisdom, take wisdom. That's what he's saying. Take wisdom. And all thy getting, he says, get wisdom. Take knowledge rather than the choicest gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all desirable things cannot compare with her. So he personifies wisdom. That's what he's saying. I, godly wisdom, that's who's talking. I, godly wisdom, reside with prudence, comes with prudence, or good judgment, moral courage, and astute common sense. I mean, common sense is going out the window in America. Somebody threw it away. Can't even find it. I mean, just simple stuff. Doesn't have to do with God. Like, Like driving and texting. I mean, no, you can't drive and text at the same time. Driving and sleeping. It's the same thing. Help me, Lord. I don't want to get off on this. And he said, I find I'm going to have too much fun. I can feel it already. I'm going to have a great time today. I find knowledge and discretion. The reverent fear and worshipful awe of the Lord includes the hatred of evil. So this is what it includes. Wisdom is not just fearing the Lord, like right, just worshiping and respecting God. It's also hating evil. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? Pride and arrogance and the evil way. Got to hate it. And the perverted mouth, I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding, power, and strength are mine. If you want all that, how many know you need God? And that's why we're left in a culture without any of that. Because the culture doesn't want God. So there's two paths. There is a path that seems right to a man, but it only leads to death. I mean, no, the path of righteousness and life and abundant life and favor is the path of God. Narrow is the way. Are y'all going to help me preach today? Narrow is the way, Jesus said. There's two ways. There's two paths. There's a destructive path as broad as that one. And narrow and straight is this path. Jesus said, this is not an easy one. Max, this is not an easy one, but it's the right one. A lot of people are choosing that one. Very few are choosing this one. Everybody wants favor, but nobody wants to live in obedience. That's what's happening. So I'll put it together so you can see this. Proverbs 8, 33 through 36. Heed, pay attention, Solomon says to his son. 
to my instructions and be wise and do not ignore it. Do not neglect it. Blessed. Look at that. Happy. Prosperous. Favored. To be admired is the man who listens to me, who watches daily at my gates, waiting at my doorpost. Person who values wisdom, right? First of all, to obtain God's favor, you must know the value of God's wisdom. If it doesn't have value to you, you're missing the point. How many know there's such a blessing to have the wisdom of God? And here's some good news. It's available to you. James said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So remember we talked about favor being unmerited favor, which is grace, and then also being entreated, favor being entreated that you have to ask for. We ask for wisdom, and we get favor. We ask for wisdom, and applying wisdom then helps us walk in the blessing and the favor. I've noticed it. How many of you noticed it since you've served the Lord? Come on now. You're not that smart all by yourself. I mean, some of you know it's got to be God. You just don't have all of that. Say, well, Pastor, I know a lot of smart people. Absolutely, but I know a lot of smart, knowledgeable people have no wisdom. I do. Proverbs 8.35, whoever finds me, wisdom finds life and obtains what? Say it, wait, finds life and obtains what? Favor and grace from the Lord. See, there's difference. So we're graced, all of us get favor, only comes by asking for wisdom, walking the path of wisdom. See that? But he who fails to find me, oh, I got to give it to you. It might get a little negative. Next week, come back, it'll get positive. Whoever fails to find me, which is wisdom, or sins against me, Injures himself. And all those who hate me love and court death. That's the end result of that. So to obtain God's favor, you must diligently seek God's wisdom. Are you seeing that? Not only do you value that, the writer is saying, hey, his wisdom is greater than rubies. It's greater than gold. It's greater than all the wealth you can muster up. I mean, there's a lot of people trying to attain wealth. Even knowledge. But wisdom is not just knowledge. It's, it's, it's knowledge applied. That God has a plan for your life. And without him, that plan's not going to work out well. You have to have him. There's a lot of people going on about their life uh, without God. And they wonder why they get in the mess they're in. And so we got to look at this today. Right? Find it. Seek it. Proverbs 2.2, my son. If you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, it's in you. It's in your heart, right? The word of God is in you so that your ear is attentive to skillful and godly wisdom. Wisdom is the skill to take the knowledge and do something with it. What are you doing with the knowledge God gave you? I don't care if you have a Ph.D. What are you doing with it? I know there's some people out there that are wasting it. Because knowledge is gnosis. It's just intellectual. How I many know wisdom is instinctive? It's in you. It's God's spirit in you. I tell you what, there have been people who had no education still lived a life of godly wisdom because they followed the path of God. They knew the word of God. And so big difference between 
knowledge and wisdom. We'll get into it. But it's your skill, skillful, godly wisdom. And apply your heart to understanding. You know, apply it, seeking it conscientiously and striving for it eagerly. Yes, if you cry out for insight and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek skillful and godly wisdom as you would silver or gold or rubies, search for her as you would hidden treasures, wonder what would happen. Let's find out. Then you will understand the reverent fear of the Lord that is worshiping him. Listen what it is, the fear of the Lord. I love the Amplified Bible. This is what it, tells, this is what it is. It's not only just worshiping him and regarding him as truly awesome. Is you discover the knowledge of God. The Holy Spirit of God is the only one who knows the mind of God. So he inspired the word of God so that he can illuminate into you the wisdom of God. He can open up your eyes. Paul said, I pray for you that the Lord would reveal the wisdom of God. It's not a mystery. How many know God wants you to know? The Spirit of God knows the mind of God. And if you're full of the Spirit of God, how many know he can give you that intimate knowledge of who he is and what he wants? He can open the word of God to you. How many know this is the manual for life? Anybody believe the Bible's still the manual for life? That's why Satan wants to snuff out the Word of God. If you take the Word of God out of America, you'll get America in her current state. Don't be complaining. This is what we allowed to happen in the early 70s with Madam O'Hara, whatever her name is. Madeline Murphy O'Hara? Was that Murray O'Hara? You didn't know her either. How many of allowed the enemy allowed her to slip in? discreetly, subtly, and start talking to people. You know why? Because the devil has preachers too. I don't think y'all are hearing me. The enemy has preachers too. And there are fools out there spreading foolish jargon and foolish talk, and people are believing it. So much so that today, if you're a Bible-believing Christian, then you're intolerant in our culture. You're closed-minded, narrow-minded, old-fashioned, and you're no, not worth anything. And we'll cancel you. We'll shut you down because you're not open to all of the philosophies of man. It's called earthly wisdom. James calls it devilish. He calls it devilish. He calls it demon, doctrines of demons. And I think we ought to put it in its place. Human wisdom is demonic. Because it's without God. I found a song years ago when I first got saved, 1982, uh, David and the Giants. Mark, do you remember David and the Giants? I know this Mark does. Yeah. Well, there was a song called Humanistic Wisdom. Remember that one? No, well, you're going to love it because you love David and the Giants. So just bear with me. I'm not going to play the whole song. I just wanted you to know where Pastor came from. When I got saved, I was radically saved. And I thought that humanistic wisdom versus godly wisdom, somebody ought to get a clue in this world. We allowed Darwin to teach. We allowed it. Prayer out of school, condoms in the school. We allow it. We allow whatever happened to happen. And we thought it was not going to really affect things. How many know it really has affected? Suicides on the Christ. Rise and so is crisis and violence and wickedness and murders and everything. It's getting ugly, y'all. Let's play a little bit of that song if you can. I love it. Turn it up so they can get the.
Try to reason in your mind. Give God praise. That's an awesome song. Some of you are going to Google it today. I want to see David and the Giants. I think the whole band is dead now. That's how old it is. Don't try to reason in your mind. We have some reasoning intellectual fools out there. I'm going to tell you what. Degrees, long as you can, I mean, behind their name, all kinds of degrees. But they can't live life. They can't handle simple life. And so I think about the lady who, who just went to jail. She invented this thing that takes your blood and finds diseases. And we believe it. Believe it, hook, line, and sinker. I mean, we'll believe anything. She's going to jail. Hello. That's how easy it is for somebody. To, oh, wow, you're so smart. We're dazzled, bezazzled, mesmerized. By new teachings, something new, something special, something spark. Tired of the same old thing, Pastor. And one thing we do hate is discipline. We hate discipline. The fool hates discipline. The child that hates discipline grows up spoiled rotten. Can I keep preaching? Do y'all mind if I preach just like I feel it? Okay, so, so. He stores away sound wisdom for the righteous, those who are in right standing with him. That's what he does. He stores it away. It's up. It's available. You have the propensity. Oh, Grove, you have the potential to have the wisdom of God. As soon as you get saved, you don't have to wait to get gray hair or no hair. As soon as you get saved, when Jesus comes in, you know why? Because Jesus is the wisdom of God. He is the wisdom of God. If you got Jesus, you've got everything you need. So he's a shield. This is what he is if you're walking with him. He's a shield to those who walk in integrity, those honorable character and moral courage, those with honorable character and moral courage. And and he guards the path of justice. He preserves the way of the saints, that's believers. 
Then you will understand righteousness and justice in every circumstance and integrity and every good path. Remember we said favor is goodness. Favor, favor is, is the goodness of God following you. Wisdom then connected to favor is, is the blessing behind the obedience. For skillful and godly wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Wisdom of God will satisfy your soul. You can sleep at night. I said without pills, you can sleep at night. It's called a clear conscience. I mean, never heard of that. But it only comes with conviction. But we're living in a culture where preachers are tickling everybody's ear, making everybody feel comfortable. If you feel uncomfortable, I'm sorry. And uh, we're forsaking the saints to try to win the lost. You know what a secret sensitive church is? You've heard that. It's a church that's trying to be sensitive to the lost. And I get that. I want every sinner here to feel like they belong because we want you to get saved. But you hang out long enough and you don't change, you're not going to feel comfortable at all. At all. But at the risk of making the sinner feel so comfortable, we forgot to feed the saints. So now the saints have dumbed down the gospel. Now we're all just, oh, y'all not helping me. Y'all not helping me at all, but I'm going to keep it on going. Discretion will watch over you. Look at out. Look what else is going to do. Understanding and discernment will guard you. How many like to have a little bit more understanding and discernment to guard your life? Hey, it's knowing right from wrong. It's knowing what God says right from wrong. The problem in the Garden of Eden, God said, don't eat from this one tree, just one tree, the knowledge of good and evil. For if you do, you should surely die. And they could have had it perfect forever. But Satan said, half God said. He tempted her. He said, God doesn't want you to be as wise as him. How many understand this morning that the origin of wisdom is God? So Satan wants to take the very origin of, of wisdom, staying away from that. Now they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now they know evil. Before they did not know evil. Now they can choose evil. Is anybody hearing me? And they chose evil. God was trying to protect them. His wisdom will protect you. Are y'all seeing this? He will keep you, guard you, from the way of evil and the evil man. From the man who speaks perverse things. From those who leave the path of unrightness. To walk in the ways of darkness. Those are the only two paths. So wisdom is, is genuine wisdom. Is, is coming from above. God gives it as we seek. We seek God for his wisdom, for his ways. Look at his word. Knowledge is learned. Wisdom is given. See, let any man ask of God, and God will give it to you liberally. Hey, that's good news, folks. Even if you're a sinner today, if you're a sinner, there's grace that is available to you. God wants to save you. If you receive Jesus, you'll have the wisdom of God. You'll be able to walk in the path of righteousness. You won't go down the path of darkness, down the path of death. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. It's abundant life through the wisdom of God, through Jesus. 
Wisdom teaches us how to apply knowledge. The pathway to favor is through seeking wisdom. Wisdom is the product of the Spirit, and the teacher is the Holy Spirit of God. He's the teacher. Remember he said, Jesus, I got to go away. It's, It's expedient that I go. It's very important that I go away. If I don't go away, I can't send the comforter, the one that's going to teach you all things according to righteousness. He's going to reprove you. He's going to correct you. He's going to discipline you. He's going to convict you. How many know conviction is a good thing? It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. To make the church comfortable, that's a bad thing. Because God's not so interested in your comfort as he is your character. He wants you to know him. And that's why we need the spirit of God to teach us. So what's the benefit, Pastor? Wisdom begins by trusting God with your life. Say it with me. The the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Are you there? The fear of the Lord. Together, everybody, at the same time is what I'm trying to do. Just for the record. The fear of the Lord. Oh, like a choir, you sound so beautiful. So what does it require? It requires a willingness to receive his words. You know what? A lot of people don't go to church at Oak Grove. They don't like the word preached. They can't stand the word of God preached. Think it's judgmental. No, we're not judging you. We're trying to save your life. Trying to save you from a path of destruction. Trying to give you a healthy, wholesome life. We're not trying to hurt you or hinder you or offend you. I mean, the word of God is truth. Mercy and truth kissed on the cross. I mean, Jesus is your only option. Any other way. You want to know how to be married? Look at the book. You want to know how to raise kids? Look in the book. You want to know how to be a godly man? Open the book. You want to know how to be a godly woman, a godly child? You want to know how to walk and live in the pathway of God? Read the word. It requires a willingness to receive the word. In fact, let's just stop. Let's go to other people in your life. Because here's what I believe. Before you could ever honor and respect and trust and obey and listen to God, you have to learn how to listen to your parents. If you can't listen to mom and dad, how many know you already are struggling? Nobody can't tell me what to do. Can I tell you that was birthed in you? The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Do you understand? We were born fools, every single one of us. We were born absent from God, away from God. Are y'all hearing me? We're not talking about a fool like some uh, demonstrative crazy person. We're talking about somebody who doesn't want to obey God. Or anybody else for that matter. I don't want to obey, I don't want to obey the police. I mean, we got a culture that doesn't want to obey the law. Nobody can't tell me what to do. Abolish the police. Abolish the system. Abolish any law and order. I mean, no, that's rebellion. It's worse than the sin of witchcraft. I wish I had help preaching. Nobody tells me what to do. I'm my own God. You see, if you don't want to make God your God, you have a problem. You understand? You can choose, but the fact is, everybody worships something. And what America's done is she's taken God out and placed themselves as God. So they do whatever they want to do. And they are opinionated. This is not for Old Grove. This is for America. Ease up on Old Grove because they're looking at me scary. He preached to America. 
Too bad many of you are Americans. Highly value and heed the word of God. When Moses came off the mountain with the law, they were already corrupt. I mean, no, they were already building a calf. We're scared of Yahweh. Understand the fear of the Lord is not scared of Yahweh. The fear of the Lord is worshipful respect of Yahweh. Moses wasn't scared. He went right into the presence of the Lord. The people of God said, Moses, you go on our behalf. We're scared of God. And that's because Satan has put a wrong worldview in your mind, a wrong God view in your mind. How many know God's not here to scare you off? God's not with a ball and chain ready to kill you. He wants to save you. He sent his only son to save you. He's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to help you. Just like Solomon's saying to his son, listen to your father, boy, and listen to your mother. It starts right there in the home. And if you can't get it in the home, it'd be hard to get it in the church. If you can't get it in the church, you're not going to make it in society. Is anybody agreeing or disagreeing or just don't know what to say? It requires engagement of three things, your ears. Come on, grab your ear. At least I can see if you're alive. Grab your ear. Grab your neighbor's ear. There you go. That's even better. Your ear has to be willing to hear wisdom from God. It has to be willing. My ears, Lord, incline. David said, incline my ears, Lord, to hear your word. Incline my ears to hear your word. God speaks. If you're in a situation you don't know what to do, talk to God. And listen to God. I mean, no, he will help you on the path. There are hard paths out there. There's hard choices to make. There's choices to make, good and bad. You make the bad choice, you have to have the consequence. Can I just help somebody today? You are free to choose whatever you want to. But what you're not free to do is free to choose the consequences of the choice you just made. You're not free to do that. You go ahead and choose adultery. Go ahead and choose fornication. Let's see how well that does for you. Are you seeing that? You want me to get into the diseases and all of that that it brings on, AIDS and everything else? Choose homosexuality. See if it doesn't hurt you. I mean, no, God has parameters and laws. Break God's law and you're going to not only break God's heart, you're going to die. And I don't know that we have anybody sounding the alarm. How many know we need more preachers sounding the alarm? Well, Pastor, you're not very tolerant. No, I can't hardly tolerate. And God does not tolerate sin. Hey, it's death. It's death. He'll let you go on for a while, but how many know Sodom and Gomorrah had a party, but it didn't last forever, did it? And even God's people were attracted to it. Hey, God's people were attracted. Abraham said, no way. But Lot said, I'm young, a millennial, and I'm going where I want to go. I don't care if you're a millennial or an old geezer. Sin's going to kill you. That's good preaching, Pastor. I mean, no, sin doesn't care what generation you came from. It'll kill you. Single, married, doesn't matter. Young, old, he'll kill you. Satan wants to kill you. Delilah don't care about you no more than, than she cared about Samson. And we're talking about evil men, but how many know there's adulterous women he talks about there too? Adulterous women that will call out in the street and call you and woo you, get you to come in and do this and do that, and you think it's all good at the moment. How many know it will kill you? 
will kill you. I think I just need to make an altar right now. Come to the altar and die. Get it over with. Your ears need to hear. Your heart has to have a willingness to understand. God, I want to know you. I want to understand. David said, Lord, I hide your word in my heart that I what? Might not sin against you. It's the pathway that keeps me. It protects me. Wisdom is wisdom to hide the word of God in your heart. Have God in your heart. Have the word of God in your heart. Amen? Go to church. But don't go to just to look at me. Get your Bible out and your pen out and your paper out and write something down. I might be able to remember it this week. Unless you have a photographic memory. But you don't. Your heart. Your mouth. How about your mouth? I don't have time to go to the mouth. I don't even have time to go to your mouth. How many's mouth has ever gotten you in trouble? Can I be the first at the altar? Come now, Chrissy. I'll run to the altar. My mouth, <laughs> when I can say something, usually my foot is already in it. I actually have to remove my foot to even be able to talk. You've got to be willing to cry out for discernment. Lord, give me discernment. Lord, give me discernment. Should I? Should I? I've been criticized on many occasions as a pastor because I refuse to have lunch with someone of the opposite sex, me and somebody, being criticized. Oh, come on, Pastor Ron. Well, listen, it's not the lady I don't trust. It's the devil. It's the devil. Nothing personal. You ain't going to catch me out there. You ain't going to catch me out there. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. It's prudence. It's understanding. It's, 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 it's. Do you know what marriage is? The covenant of marriage is a guard, a safeguard for all the other junk I just talked about. That's why Paul said, better for you to marry than to burn. If you can't discipline yourself and stay single, you better get married. Because all of us come with desires. Can I preach like I feel it? You better get in a covenant with someone. Uh, Speaking of which, whoever you make covenant with is important. If you make covenant with fools... Lord, Lord, help me be brave. Lord, help me be brave. If you make covenant with fools, you will live a foolish life. They will lead you, just like the adulterous woman will lead you. Like like Delilah led Samson, Mr. Strongman. And most people say, well, that's not me, Pastor. I'll never fail. I'll never fall. You're kidding yourself. You better stick in the word. Amen? You better stay strong. Willing to cry out to God requires seeking it for hidden, uh, as, as if you were seeking hidden treasures. Did you know I went out to the front yard the other day and there was no gold nuggets on top of the grass? You know how for Easter for the babies we put the eggs right on top of the grass? Go find the eggs. But they're tripping over the eggs. They're tripping over the eggs. It's like, can we make it a little harder? Put it behind a rock or something? Baby's like, oh, eggs, eggs, eggs. Can I tell you, that's not real life. We do that for babies. But if you're going to get something from God, you're going to have to dig for it. Hey, if you're going to get something from God, you got to dig for it. Gold is not on the top of the ground. Gold doesn't pop up on top of the ground. Rubies are not found in the street. So wisdom goes out in the street crying out, hey. Come, be with me. I'll lead you on the right path. If you don't, 
the adulterous woman, she's going to get you. Somebody's going to get you. You're going to get yourself. You know what's worse than being deceived by someone else is self-deception. Deceiving your own self. Believing that your own press report. Can I tell you the number one deterrent from being a fool is humility. The number one thing that will make you a fool is arrogance and pride. Just saying, I don't feel the love. I'm preaching better than you're shouting. Finding wisdom protects your path. It's a shield to those who walk upright. In other words, he's already shielding. He's shielding you. You ought to know. I said, your spirit ought to discern somebody's flirting with you. You don't have to be that dumb. They're stroking you and telling you. I mean, the devil's always, always. And Israel flirted and committed adultery on the Lord Yahweh. And he disciplined her because he loves her. And he disciplines you and me because he loves us. And that's what Solomon's doing. He's, he's saying, hey, son, listen to my counsel. You'd be better off. You'll be better off. Uh, I'm a shield. I will help you. I will guard the paths of justice. Well, they ain't treating me right. You stick with me. You stick with me. I'll take care of you. How many know the Lord will do right? I said, well, the judge of all the earth do right. We live in a world in a, in a world of injustice. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It is Black History Month, and yes, there is racism in America. It's not systemic. Say what you want. People are crying a race card all the time. It's not as bad as they're crying, but there is racism in America. So you got to be wise. You can fall prey to all of this stuff. You must. And if you just walk along like just blind and dumb, just like Samson, oh, wear a mask, okay. Okay, shoot myself with drugs. Okay. What else you want me to do? I'm just saying, I'm not talking about the vaccine. I'm talking about the setup for what's coming. Hey, vaccines are good for the, for the virus. I'm just telling you that this earth, this America is getting conditioned. Look at Canada. Look at Canada today. They're going to dictate to them what they can do, where they can do, how they can do it, and go to their bank account. Going very personal now. I said it's getting very personal now. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm not trying to pick no sides. I'm saying it's universal issue. Fools like that leader, Prime Minister of Canada. Fools. He's not a God-fearing man. Pastor, you better watch what you're saying. No, you need to hear what I'm saying. God preserves the way of his saints. He helps you live in God's will. That's why the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord. You know it? Say it with me if you know it. Trust in the Lord with all your might. Lean not into your own understanding. In all of thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He will protect your path. He will direct your path. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to have God when I need to make a decision. When I'm looking for the will of God, I need the discernment from the Spirit. Should I do this at this time? I mean, God cares about every juncture of your life. Hey, don't judge me right now if I have puke all over my suit. I'm a grandparent. It is what it is. You know how much time I spent this morning getting puke off of my jacket and my pants? 
not just Tommy. Ellie comes up and holds Poppy's legs, and she's got stuff all over her hands, and now it's all over my pants. I can cry about it, or I can just wipe it off. And what I'm saying to you is we don't have to succumb to the world's pressure. You don't have to be told by idiots and fools and philosophers of the day, naysayers, intellectuals don't have a clue about God, how we should be living for God. It's coming down the pipe. It's coming down the pipe to a church near you. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To better understand the pathway of wisdom, just look at the way of the fool. Give me one more minute. The Bible defines a fool as one who exists apart from God. A wise man lives in harmony with God's principles. Amen. Psalm 14.1 says, the fool has said in his heart, what? There is no God. He's a fool. They are corrupt. The next verse says they are corrupt. So the pathway of a fool is he lives and functions in life denying God. The problem is no man can live without worship. The question is not, do you worship? The question is, who do you worship? The fool worships himself. Proverbs 12, 15, the way of the fool is right in his own eyes. Look at that, right out of the books, right out of the book. He now determines truth from error. He determines truth from error. It's his opinion versus God's word. He determines truth from error, right from wrong. He lives however he chooses and, uh, and opposes God's way. Then he begins to mock sin. It goes further. Now, not only does he choose the way of the world and the way of the system of the world, and the way of sinners, Scoffs at it. Now he mocks it. And he makes his own rules every day. He lives by his own rules. Basically, fools love folly. And they despise wisdom. You want to know the definition of a fool? They despise godly wisdom. They despise correction. Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But what? Fool. Read it in your Bible. Pastor Ron's not making it up, people. Fools despise wisdom. Thank God for his grace. Can somebody raise your hand and thank the Lord for his grace? I'm done preaching. Chrissy, you want to come on back? Say, Pastor, you got really hard and heavy and hot and heavy there, but I mean, know the grace of God has appeared unto all men. If you have been following the way of the world, if you've found yourself tied and tangled up with the system of the world, subtly, intellectually, I know a lot of friends intellectually, well, you know, I just believe, you know, that people have a choice. You don't have a choice to murder babies. It's not a choice. It's murder. I'm about to preach if somebody's willing to stay. I'm about to preach. Well, I have an alter- alternative lifestyle. You don't have a... No, you are male and female. He created he them. You're not a shim. You're not a... You're not a... Uh, whatever, you're making up your own pronouns. You can't make up your own pronouns. You can't change the rules. You'll pay a price for changing the rules. You see what's on the news? In, in Washington, in Virginia, they had, they had the library had you, books that your parents never seen. And they're telling them all kinds of stuff, teaching your kids all kinds of stuff. You know what? If my kids was in public school and that school was teaching that, they'd be out of that school in a heartbeat. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility. You can blame the school if you want. Somebody's got to answer. You're going to let the fool raise your kid? Or are you going to let God raise your kid? Train up a child in the way they should go. One way. 
And when they get old, they might have enough sense to live that way. So, there is wisdom and it's available. It's available to all. She cries out in the streets to every lost soul. By the way, by the way, somebody says, you know, I found the Lord. How many ever said, I found the Lord? Can I help you here? God's never been lost. You didn't find the Lord. The Lord found you. Come on now. Let's get a clue here. God's not lost. We're lost. We're lost without God. Is that the last one, sister? Because nothing's happening. What happens to the fool? Look at verse 20. The fools die. For what? My goodness. You thought I made that up. Would you stand with me? Wisdom is knowing the right path to take. Integrity is taking it. Character is taking the way of God. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it only brings him death. Jesus is the way. If you're here today or maybe you're listening online, I know it was a pretty rough message. But it's the one God gave me. And I think it's good, like good medicine for your soul. Take it. Receive the the word of God today. If you're walking in rebellion against God, get right. Just get it right. Pride is going to keep you away from God. Humility is going to take you to God. So don't get hey, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Take it up with Jesus.